You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. 1-800-919-ESPN is the uh, telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the Knicks offseason, I, I get it. Uh, there's a lot of names getting floated out there. But, you know, the, fa- <laughs> the fact that we're uh, cycling through the different names that we've already heard before, and, and some of them now, it's just getting silly. I, I mean, you know. Could the Knicks bring back Kristaps Porzingis? No, no, they're not. not that. I, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm fairly confident that's not what they're going to do. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that's not what they're going to do. And it's, it kind of feels like it's silly season already. Like, like the article that they had the other uh, of Kyrie Irving trying to recruit LeBron to Dallas. There's a better chance that you can recruit LeBron to the moon. <laughs> He's going to be going to the Dallas Mavericks. Or, um, uh, you know what, Kyrie Irving, could he be a possible uh, addition in Phoenix? Yeah, team him up with KD. That worked out so well the last time. Yeah, it worked out fantastic. The Suns might be interested in James Harden. Oh, yeah, that'll, that'll be the winning move. So, look, it is silly season. We're waiting for uh, the off season, which looks like it might just be uh, one game away, and then, uh, then the fun really begins. And for the Knicks, there's a lot of – not just what the person or persons or players that add this offseason. It's almost like what's the approach? Did the did the season that they had this year and the success that they had this year tell them now is the time to go all in? Or did it just simply buy them more time to wait out the real superstar or superstars, like a list that they might have of guys that they're interested in but just can't get right now? I would think that the success that they had this year just kind of buys them more time. If they had a year this year that was like a year ago, well, then they, you know what it would have to be. They'd have to kind of jump in with both feet whether they wanted to or not. I think that there's a better possibility that, the, that whatever moves the Knicks make this offseason, they're not the splashy names. And that's not even knowing whether or not there'll be any splashy names to be able to go out and get. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Mike is in Jersey. Mike, what's going on, pal? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. What's going on? Uh, good, Gordon. Uh, I just wanted to talk about a few things you're saying, but primarily about the Cliff Lee situation you just touched on, the free agent situation. Right. Cliff Lee didn't come to the Yanks. I'm a Philly fan, for the record. Cliff Lee didn't come to the Yankees because Cliff Lee, when he was pitching for the Phillies against the Yankees, had his wife spat on by Yankees fans. I, I mean, that's very possible. I, I, I don't know why he didn't come here at the time. I just know that that was, a, you know, we were talking about guys who have constantly yeah. been mentioned as rumored to be going to one team or the other. And Cliff Lee, there was it wasn't just the year that he signed with the Phillies. It was even before... Um, I think when even when he was with Cleveland, or, or maybe when he went to Seattle, when did he go to Seattle? He went to he went to a bunch of different teams, and he got mentioned a bunch of different times. All I know is when he was with the Phillies playing in 2009 against the Yankees in the World Series, uh-huh. and spat on his wife, and that's right. why he did not want to go to the Yankees. All right. I want to throw it out there. But yeah, okay. If you're going to do, um, I don't think Chris Porzingis is a smart idea at no. all. <laughs> and more importantly, I don't think it has any possibility of that happening. No, I, yeah, no, I, it doesn't make sense. And Kyrie Irving should should not be considered a, a top tier player. Uh, who wants to go play with Kyrie at this point? I, I don't know why LeBron does. Yo, let me go play with Kyrie. Like they won a championship in, in Cleveland. That was how many? That what eight years ago? Seven years ago? Eight, six years yeah. ago? Something like that. Yeah, and, it's, and it's been Kyrie a while. Kyrie since then has become nothing but a 
ball dominant, poor shooting. Like I, I don't want Kyrie. I, I think Kyrie should retire. That's how bad I think Kyrie is as a player right now. I know he won't because he'll get max money, but I don't think Kyrie deserves to. I, no one, no team should be pursuing Kyrie. Kyrie should be begging teams to sign him. That's how bad he is. Yeah, well, especially Mike, and thanks for the phone call. If if it's the uh, the contract that he's looking for, which I think is four years, two hundred million dollars. Uh, I've never been in possession of that kind of money, but uh, if I were running an organization, I'd almost rather set the money on fire than hand it to, to Kyrie Irving. Because what about the- Brooklyn? What about Boston? What about Jason? What about LeBron? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know if any of those places make sense. Who was that? Who was that sound clip from? G R A C A. Oh, is that right? That's gr- that was a Grassa voice. He's, ve- you know, that's a very underrated skill that Dan has. I don't know that he has continued to do it, but he back in the day he used to kind of he had, had like a little rich little to him that he could he could he could pick up on different inflections in people's voices, and he was very good at impersonating people. Maybe he's maybe he's missing out on like a, a voice acting career. Give I know. That, that give this me that is... one again. Do you have the clip of him again? I want to hear what it again. What about Brooklyn? What about Boston? What about Jason? What about LeBron? I, I would not. I, if you could have given you could have given me three guesses, I don't think I would have gotten that. It was Dan Grasso? All right, one eight hundred nine one nine. ESPN is the telephone number. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Jose is in Brooklyn. Jose, what's going on, my friend? Hey, good afternoon, GD. How's it going? I'm good, Jose. What's going on? Oh, much just pretty much showing this afternoon, about to get ready and take my nephews to see the Spider-Man movie. So All right, there we'll, you go. There we go. <laughs> so I um, wanted to talk about the Yankees, um, but definitely um, wanted to add on to that Nick point. Yeah, like I said, KP is not not, not the answer. And I'm not going to bang too hard on the crazy, you know, notions because – you know, people on this station definitely still thought, even after beating Cleveland, that we still still should, still should pursue that Donovan Mitchell trade. So I'm not going to go too crazy on that. You know, I'll say this, Jose. <laughs> I, I think it's silly that the Knicks are going to re uh, reevaluate it this offseason or that the Cavaliers oh, would be definitely. looking to move off Donovan Mitchell. But of all the names that I've heard... I wouldn't be out on it. Uh, I don't know. that That's one that uh, would still kind of appeal to me in some way. Yeah. It would depend uh, no, on what definitely. I had to give up. So I, um, just to get to my um, Yankee point, uh, and by the way, I think I, I, I understand why it's appealing, but I just think it, it, that just has a backcourt disaster waiting to happen. But um, as far as the Yankees, with Volpe, I, I don't know like what like these Yankee fans who are complaining about the batting average and the development. This is the development of how Major League Baseball players, you know, usually go. And I and I can only imagine like like remember there were calls for Dominguez and all these other guys to pretty much you know in place for Hicks and Donaldson. What what, what do you think would happen if if they were they, they were batting 190 as as Volpe was like it would have been insane so i don't know like like we just have to preach patience i know new york city is not a virtue of it but we do have to preach it with with, with these young guys cuz they they for them to even become tradable assets they need they 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 still need to develop develop on this rate well, look, Jose, I mean, at some point here, and I get it, and thanks for the phone call, 
Uh, I'm not saying that the Yankees are going to send him down or turn the page or reevaluate. The the Yankees, if nothing else, are are very stubborn. But you'd have to say this is not – whatever your expectations for Anthony Volpe were this year, he has underperformed. Uh, He is an OPS plus of 70. Average is 100. So he's been 30% worse than an average shortstop. Now, again, if he, if he feels the position, I think the Yankees will kind of live with it because they're not in a crisis moment where the season is to be saved. But he's played a lot of games, and it does not seem like he is on the verge of snapping out of anything. So hopefully last night, you know, some hard contact. Maybe that might mean that something's going to turn around. It's, you can't be hoping to win games and have somebody who's just a complete non-entity in your lineup every single day again. He, they, they have replaced IKF with somebody who is worse offensively than IKF was last year. That's hard to do. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, we'll get more of your phone calls. Plus, there was something said on the K-Show, I think it was on Thursday, that I could not get over. And maybe I'm completely off base. Maybe I'm just completely out of touch but I'll lay out the scenario and see which way you come down coming up next. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM. It is ESPN New York. You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. 1-800-919-ESPN is the uh, telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the Knicks offseason, I I get it. Uh, There's a lot of names getting floated out there, but, you know, the (laughs) the fact that we're uh, cycling through the different names that we've already heard before. And and some of them now, it's just getting silly. I mean, you know, could the Knicks bring back Kristaps Porzingis? No, no, they're not. They're, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I'm fairly confident that's not what they're going to do. Uh, I'm pretty sure that that's not what they're going to do. And it's, it kind of feels like it's silly season already. Like, like the article that they had the other, uh, of Kyrie Irving trying to recruit LeBron to Dallas there's a better chance that you can recruit LeBron to the moon. <laughs> He's going to be going to the Dallas Mavericks. Or, um, uh, you know what, Kyrie Irving, could he be a possible uh, addition in Phoenix? Yeah, team him up with KD. That worked out so well the last time. Yeah, it worked out fantastic. The Suns might be interested in James Harden. Oh, yeah, that'll, that'll be the winning move. So, look, it is silly season. We're waiting for... Uh, the off season, which looks like it might just be uh, one game away, and then uh, then the fun really begins. And for the Knicks, there's a lot of not just what the person or persons or players that add this off season. It's almost like what's the approach? Did the did the season that they had this year and the success that they had this year tell them now is the time to go all in, or did it just simply buy them more time to? wait out the real superstar or superstars that like a list that they might have of guys that they're interested in, but just can't get right now. I would think that the success that they had this year just kind of buys them more time. If they had a year this year that was like a, a year ago, well then they, you know, what it would have to be, they'd have to kind of jump in with both feet, whether they wanted to or not. I think that there's a better possibility that the, that whatever moves the Knicks make this off season, they're not the splashy names. And that's not even knowing whether or not there'll be any splashy names to be able to go out and get. All right, let's go back to the phones. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Mike is in Jersey. Mike, what's going on, pal? Hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. What's going on? 
Uh, good, Gordon. Uh, I just wanted to talk about a few things you're saying, but primarily about the Cliff Lee situation you just touched on, the free agent situation. Right. Cliff Lee didn't come to the Yankees. I'm a Phillies fan, for the record. Cliff Lee didn't come to the Yankees because Cliff Lee, when he was pitching for the Phillies against the Yankees, had his wife spat on by Yankees fans. I mean, that's very possible. I, I, I don't know why he didn't come here at the time. I just know that that was, a, you know, we were talking about guys who have constantly yeah. been mentioned as rumored to be going to one team or the other. And Cliff Lee, there was, it wasn't just the year that he signed with the Phillies. It was even before, um, I think when, even when he was with Cleveland or, or maybe when he went to Seattle, what did he go to Seattle? He went to, he went to a bunch of different teams and he got mentioned a bunch of different times. And, Playing in 2009 against the Yankees in the World Series, uh-huh. and spat on his wife, and that's right. not what you throw to the Yankees. All right. I want to throw it out there. But yeah, okay. What, if you're going to do, um, I don't think Chris Sports Inc. is a smart idea at no. all. <laughs> and more importantly, I don't think it has any possibility of that happening. No, I, yeah, no, I, it doesn't make sense. And Kyrie Irving should should not be considered a, a top tier player. At, who wants to go play with Kyrie at this point? I, I don't know why LeBron but like, yo, can't let me go play with Kyrie. Like, because they won a championship in, in Cleveland. That was how many, that, what, eight years ago? Seven years ago? Eight, six years ago? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. And, it's, it's and been Kyrie a since then has become nothing but a ball-dominant, poor shooting. Like, I, I don't want Kyrie. I, I think Kyrie should retire. That's how bad I think Kyrie is as a player right now. I don't know if he won't because he'll get max money. But I don't think Kyrie deserves to. No one, no team should be pursuing Kyrie. Kyrie should be begging teams to sign him. That's how bad he is. Yeah, well, especially Mike. And thanks for the phone call. If if it's the uh, the contract that he's looking for, which I think is four years, two hundred million dollars. Uh, I've never been in possession of that kind of money. But uh, if I were running an organization, I'd almost rather set the money on fire than hand it to, to Kyrie Irving. Because what about the, Brooklyn? What about Boston? What about Jason? What about LeBron? Yeah, no, I, I don't know if any of those places make sense. Who was that? Who was that sound clip from? G-R-A-C-A. Oh, is that right? That's gr- That was a Grassa voice? He's ve- you know, that's a very underrated skill that Dan has. I don't know that he has continued to do it, but he, back in the day, he used to kind of, he had, had like a little rich little to him. He could, he, could, he could pick up on different inflections in people's voices, and he was very good at impersonating people. Maybe he's, maybe he's missing out on like a, a voice acting career. Give, I know that, that give me that is... one again. Do you have the clip of him again? I want to hear what it again. What about Brooklyn? What about Boston? What about Jason? What about LeBron? I, I would not. If you could have given, you could have given me three guesses, I don't think I would have gotten that. It was Dan Grassa. All right, 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Jose is in Brooklyn. Jose, what's going on, my friend? Hey, good afternoon, GD. How's it going? I'm good, Jose. What's going on? Oh, I'm just pretty much chilling this afternoon, about to get ready and take my nephews to see the Spider-Man movie. So All right, there you go. There we go. <laughs> so I um, wanted to talk about the Yankees, um, but definitely um, wanted to add on to that Nick point. Yeah, like I said, KP is not not, not the answer. And I'm not going to bang too hard on the crazy, you know, notions because – 
you know, people on this station definitely still thought, even after beating Cleveland, that we still still should still should pursue that Donovan Mitchell trade. So I'm not going to go too crazy on that. You know, I'll say this, Jose. <laughs> I, I think it's silly that the Knicks are going to re uh, reevaluate it this offseason, or that the Cavaliers oh, would be definitely. looking to move off Donovan Mitchell. But of all the names that I've heard. I wouldn't be out on it. Uh, I don't know. that That's one that uh, would still kind of appeal to me in some way. Yeah. It would uh, depend no, on what definitely. I had to give up. So I, um, just to get to my um, Yankee point, uh, and by the way, I think I, I, I understand why it's appealing, but I just think it, it, that just has a backcourt disaster waiting to happen. But um, as far as the Yankees with Volpe, I, I, I don't know like what like these Yankee fans who are complaining about the batting average and the development. This is the development of how Major League Baseball players, you know, usually go, and I and I can only imagine like. Like, remember, there were calls for Dominguez and all these other guys to pretty much, you know, in place for Hicks and Donaldson. What, what, what do you think would happen if, if they, were, they, they were batting 190 as, as Volpe was? Like, it would have been insane. So I don't know. Like, like, we just have to preach patience. I know New York City is not a virtue of it, but we do have to preach it with, with, with these young guys because they're, 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 for them to even become tradable assets, they, need, they, 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 they still need to develop, develop on this rate. Well, look, Jose, I mean, at some point here, and I get it, and thanks for the phone call, uh, I'm not saying that the Yankees are going to send them down or turn the page or reevaluate. The Yankees, if nothing else, are are very stubborn. But you'd have to say this is not – whatever your expectations for Anthony Volpe were this year, he has underperformed. Uh, He is an OPS plus of 70. Average is 100. So he's been 30% worse than an average shortstop. Now, again, if he, if he feels the position, I think the Yankees will kind of live with it because they're not in a crisis moment where the season is to be saved. But he's played a lot of games, and it does not seem like he is on the verge of snapping out of anything. So hopefully last night, you know, some hard contact. Maybe that might mean that something's going to turn around. It's... You can't be hoping to win games and have somebody who's just a complete non-entity in your lineup every single day. Again, he they, they have replaced IKF with somebody who is worse offensively than IKF was last year. That's hard to do. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, we'll get more of your phone calls. Plus, there was something said on the K Show. I think it was on Thursday that I could not get over. And maybe I'm completely off base. Maybe I'm just completely out of touch, but I'll lay out the scenario and see which way you come down coming up next. It's the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM. It is ESPN New York. You're listening to the Gordon Damer Show podcast on 98.7 ESPN. All right, Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Uh, I was just looking Rotten Tomatoes puts Hereditary as the second scariest movie of all time. Any guesses in the studio what number one is? It's not, it's not a surprise. It's, it's one that you would, you would think. This isn't what I learned on TikTok yet? No, this is not what I learned on TikTok yet. This is just what I learned on the internet. I was about to say we're starting early. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm putting you in the mood for it, you know? The first thing that popped in my mind would be The uh, Exorcist. 
And that would be correct. Yes, number one is The Exorcist. You may not agree that The Exorcist is the scariest movie ever, but it probably also isn't much of a surprise to see at the top of our list. 19% of all votes cast went with The Exorcist. Uh, Hereditary was number two. I'll be honest with you, the rest of the list, uh, they have Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the 1974, uh, as being number five. Number three, I don't even think I've heard of this. The Conjuring? Have you ever heard of The Conjuring? I don't think that I've... Apparently, there's a Conjuring 2 as well. There's a whole mess. It's like um, The Purge. Mm. It's that type of vein of, of horror okay. movie. They have The Ring at number six. The original Halloween at number seven. Something called Sinister at number... I've never heard of Sinister. Uh, number nine is Insidious. I don't even know that these are real movies. Insidious? Yeah, there. it's all that type of... like. Basically, all these movies that you just named off that you haven't heard from, it's like the Netflix version of horror movies where they just they found a formula and then just spat out a bunch of different versions of that yeah. horror movie. Yeah, no, Hereditary is very good. I would put the Yankee lineup somewhere, uh, maybe five or six on this list. The Shining, to me, The Shining is not a, a horror movie. Not like I wasn't scared watching The Shining, I don't remember. I mean, it, it's, it's intense. Right, I, I I don't know. It doesn't that does not come across to me as a typical horror movie. The Shining, like the way The Exorcist does, the way Hereditary does. More of a thriller, you would say. Yeah, more of a thriller. It it certainly it keeps you on the edge of your seat, but I don't know. It doesn't. It, to me, that doesn't de- deserve to be in the same category as the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or something along those lines. Certainly not like the original bo- Invasion of the Body Snatch. Oh man, give me gives me the heebie-jeebies even thinking about it now. Terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Much like the Yankee lineup today. But who knows? We'll see. Maybe it has a happy ending. Uh, all right. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. So yesterday, uh, no, uh, Thursday on the K Show. I don't even know what day of the week it is anymore. That, that uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre took it out of me back in 74. Uh, they were talking on the K Show. Somebody called up with a scenario. Kind of like, uh, is uh, maybe it was a... Uh, it wasn't a would you Wednesday. It was a Thursday. So maybe it was like, am I a fraud Thursdays or something like that? This is the, do we have the call? Okay. We have the call. Here's the, the caller calls in with a specific scenario. Here it is. Steve in the car. So my wife got me a pair of Jordans, right? And Mm -hmm. I'm a Knicks fan. And you know, it's like the, the red one, the bulls colors. And I wouldn't know if I'm a fraud if I wear them because when I was a teenager, this guy dreams and I know they're like fashionable right now. Right. Uh, and uh, I just, I feel dirty wearing them. I want to know from you guys, am I a fraud Mm -hmm. in Jordan's same shoes that he came with when I was a teenager? All right, so uh, uh, both Peter and Don, I don't think Don really had much of an opinion on it. I, Peter dis- thought that it was fine, that you should be allowed to wear Jordans, even if you're a Nick fan. Um, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what anybody's talking about. Why would you want to wear those sneakers? Really, to me, that's an indication that maybe you and your wife need to go to counseling, that she does not know you well enough. Walking around, this is not just Jordans. This is not like a pair of gray Jordans or a, uh, just Jordans in general. This is the, 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 co- the Bulls traditional color, the original Jordans, the red, the white, and the black. Why would, what are we doing as sports fans? How would you ever be able to wear those and not look down at your feet and just immediately be, go back to the scar tissue that you have as a sports fan 
and want to just vomit at me in your mouth. What? What? What are we doing? What? Are you, what's next? You're gonna go buy a, a picture of Michael Jordan and hang him on your wall? Well, I I got these shoes. I gotta wear. No, you don't have to wear. That's what Goodwill is for. You'll get a good deal. Gordon, to be fair to Steve the caller, I think his wife got him as a present. No, that's fine. But your wife obviously doesn't know. Like as soon as you open the box, look, I, I'm not. I'll let you in on something here. As somebody who's going to be married for 18 years in September, in a row, mind you. Not, there was no breaks anywhere along the way. It's 18 consecutive. It's still undefeated. There are times where you open the present and you have to kind of, oh, this, oh, yeah, this is, this is great. You have to be appreciative, even though, you know, it's not really what you wanted. But there are certain times where you got to draw the line. Jordan sneakers, if you're a Nick fan, here's the thing. If you wear those sneakers in public, willingly, something's wrong. Either you're scared of your wife, you're not really that big a Nick fan, or you're just a complete fraud. One of those three things. There's, there's no middle ground. What? what, what? I, I really like red, white, and blue, so even though I'm a Jet fan, I'm going to go buy a Patriots jersey. I mean, what are we doing? What are you talking about? There's absolute, am I off base on this? There's absolute, the, especially the Jordan Bulls. It's not like, hey, we didn't win. You know, like if you're a Yankee fan and, it, you know, over the years, there's been a variety of teams that have beaten the Yankees. All right, well, I don't like this team. I don't like, and I get it. I hate all the teams. I, I always say to my wife, I can come up with a reason why I hate every other NFL team after watching the Dolphins for 30 years. I can find some reason to hate all of them except my team, which actually after 30 years, I kind of hate them more than anybody because of the failures of the organization. But there's no way if you're a Nick fan, you can walk around and enjoy the red, white and black Jordan sneakers. It's, I, to me, it's bad enough that you find like a blue pair. But the color of the bulls after after watching that, ugh. No, there's no shot. Absolutely no way. Those immediately go back. And the fact that you opened them up and you didn't you didn't go on a rant right, sweetie. What are you doing? Don't you know that I watched the Knicks? These are the these, this is Michael Jordan. That's a time for a history lesson. I'm guessing because nobody in the studio is saying anything back that, that I, apparently I'm completely off base. You're not off base. It's just a couple of things. One, I agree with you if you watched it. If you didn't watch it and you're... But he said he watched it. He lived those years. But that's the the only way that I think I could give you a pass is if, you know, you didn't watch it and obviously your girlfriend or wife didn't watch it and you personally don't know the history. But then again... That's kind of on Did you. you see The Last Dance? Did you watch right. any of it? Right. I mean, come on. If you're a sports fan, you got to pick sides. You can't be on everybody's team. And look, I can admit that Michael Jordan's great. I can respect Michael Jordan. That don't mean I got to dress like him. That t- Why don't we go get a Scottie Pippen jersey? Hey, why not? Absolutely. Maybe you can find all the teams that have... have, have have stabbed you. Maybe, you know what? Go get a big picture of Phil Jackson and hang it in your house, right? I mean, what are we doing? I don't know. I, 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 if that's what sports fans have become, then you're absolute frauds. If you can walk around in red, white, and black Jordan sneakers 
as a Nick fan who lived through those times, I don't, I don't know what you're doing. I would, I would never be able to do it. Never. And, and you know what's funny? You know, like Buddha in the Bronx, they, they, they tell me, oh, you're not a real Nick fan. I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm a big enough Nick fan to not be doing that. Crazy. Will is in New Jersey. Will, what's going on, man? Gordon, what's up? Great to hear from you. Thanks, man. Hey, what's going on? I am wearing, I'm doing good. I am wearing the red and black Jordans right now as I'm driving through Jersey. I'm the biggest Knicks fan. No, you're not. I'm sorry. You're not. But the evidence will prove otherwise. No, no. No, there's no way. How old are you, Will? (laughs) I'm 40. Oh, no, there's no, no, absolutely not. No, you're not. You're not, you're not a Nick fan. No, if you're, if you're celebrating Michael Jordan in any way, you are not a Nick fan. I'm sorry. You're just, it's not, it's impossible. It's mutually exclusive. He made me cry as a 13 year old, but it's the same thing as, as rooting for Tom Brady in his, in his later years, because it's the greatest person you've ever seen. No, that's also, also wrong. No, Will, you're a bad person. Get him off the line, please. Get him out of here. Never call the show ever again. No, you are not. If you are a Nick fan, you don't get to celebrate Michael Jordan. Now, you can respect him, but you're not hanging pictures of him in your house. What, I mean, what, what do we do? What has happened? To, the world has lost its mind. Every day, I wake up and I look at the news and I say, the world has lost its mind. And maybe this is the best example. This is certainly the latest example. No, you can't. You, you, you're you wearing a Jordan jersey? What's the difference? Just go, go, go buy a Michael Jordan jersey. Hey, when, when I was 13, this guy made me cry. And now I wear his jersey. <laughs> I, I, what, are we, what, what are we doing? Go buy a Nick jersey. Go buy Nick sneakers if you're a Nick fan. Or don't be a Nick fan. You know what? I was a Nick fan Jordan broke my heart, broke my spirit, made me into the person that I am, and I can't ever go back to that, so now I'm a Bulls fan. Do that. But you, you can't tell me you're a big Nick fan and also be wearing the clothes of Michael Jordan. I, I, I don't know what we're doing. Don't know what we're doing. Uh, Danny is on Long Island. Danny, go, my man. Gordon, I, I heard the phone call. I, I hear your uh, diagnosis, and I have to come down on the side of you. And I don't think that caller could have been any older than 30 to 35, which means he doesn't have a visceral reaction like we do in the memories and burned into our soul of those Knicks-Chicago uh, Bull Wars. So when you have a kid who's 30 years old, yes, they may understand Michael Jordan was the rival, but they didn't see it. They didn't live through it. So they'll never like, – five years from now, you can't explain to some 10-year-old kid – how much we hated Tom Brady as he's wearing his jersey. Because to him, he's just an immortal Hall of Famer who is now 55 years old or whatever. They didn't go through it, so they don't have the reaction. That's, that's, and first of all, any grown man our age that would even be wearing those types of footwear, to be, where, where are we going, a hip-hop concert? I mean, <laughs> they are ridiculous-looking everyday wear-outside sneakers. I'm sorry, they are. Well, I mean, look, you know, everybody has their own fashion choices. Danny, I don't want to, you know, castigate against other people, and thanks for the phone call. Um... I hear what you're saying if you didn't live through it, but you have to have some sort of knowledge of the fan of of what the history of the organization is. I don't know. And if you don't have that, well, then how big a fan could you possibly be? I will grant you, if the guy called up and said, ah, my wife bought me these. I don't really remember the... I was too young to remember... All right, maybe I'll give you a pass. Even if you have friends who know you're a Nick fan, 
and they see you wearing red, white, and black Jordans, the classic Jordans, and you're a Nick fan, and you're wearing those? Like, that's the first thing you say when you see the person. And if they say, yeah, well, I wasn't alive, uh, well, the, you're a fraud fan. You're not a real fan. But that's not what that guy said. He said he, re- he lived through it. His wife bought it for him. And uh, he was okay. He, he wants to. The fact you're asking, am I a fraud, tells you you know that you're kind of a fraud. It's clear. 1 800 919 ESPN is the telephone number 1 800 919 3776. Dave is in Westchester. Dave, what's going on, my man? Oh, hey, how you doing? Hey, uh, I just heard your uh, top 10 horror movie list. Oh, no, that's not and, mine. Uh, that was from uh, Rotten Tomatoes. That's not my list. Rotten Tomatoes. Well, could you? I would love to hear what your list is. I'd have to put some thought into it, Dave. Um, Give me top, how about top three. Oh, well, hereditary. I, I don't, I'd have to think about what two and three are because you're obviously going to leave something out over the years and years and years. Hereditary uh, from 2018, that would be my number one. That movie scared me really? as an adult. Really? Yeah, that was fantastic. That, and, and it's a fantastic I, I, movie. I, I, don't the you other like ones. The only scary part in that movie was when she was up in the corner on the well, wall. Well, yeah, I don't want to give it away for anybody. Oh, no, the whole thing, it, it, to me, is terrifying. That whole the the scene with the girl in the car with the the I, I don't want to give anything yeah, away. That was, that was rough. That was pretty that bad, was man. And then the scene where you find out later on and they go back. That was pretty bad. That was so, pretty uh, bad. Gordon, I listen all the time, man, and I and I respect every, almost always everything you have to say. But uh, have you have you seen any of the new Evil Dead movies? Like uh, I have not. E- the original remake? Evil Dead, the original that Evil Dead would make- probably be on my yes. list somewhere. Uh, that was okay, terrifying. Well, the, I remember watching that the two, one. The 2013 Evil Dead remake, uh-huh. which is like kind of a, a, a mix of a lot of them, yeah. or at least the first three, uh-huh. is will make your skin crawl. It is like, <laughs> it was, people ask me all the time when they know I'm a horror movie fan. Hey, what's what's the best one that you've seen in a long time? And I always refer to that one. Yeah, I mean, they didn't, they didn't have Friday at thirteenth. You know, right, I, right. I understand the Exorcist is on there yeah. as number one because people they used to have nurses in the uh, right in the movie theaters, from what I've understood. Mm-hmm. But uh, I just I just had to call you and, and at least see what you how you felt about that list, other than what you already said. And uh, I really appreciate your time and. Keep up the awesome work, man. Thanks, I'll, Dave. I'll keep I appreciate all the time. Thank you very much, my friend. Um, I, what I was actually going with was just scenes, like the the scene uh, in uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Invasion of the Body Snatchers was not that scary of an overall movie, but that closing scene I remember as a kid freaking me, <laughs> freaking me out for weeks on end. Uh, yeah, maybe we'll do that one of the shows with Larry or something like that when we'll, we'll run down. I have to, I'll have to do a little research. I don't like to put stuff out there without uh, doing the research ahead of time, but. Um, I think most of those movies would be from times when you're a kid, right? I mean, they make a greater impact. You're much more of a blank slate back then. Now I'm, I'm jaded and, and scarred and all those things. I don't feel pain anymore. I don't, I don't get scared anymore. So anything that makes an impact has to kind of jump to the top of the list like Hereditary did. Um, but, yeah, one of these days we'll have to come up with uh, the list of the most terrifying movies. And uh, maybe the moment that I saw today's Yankee lineup will uh, be included among them because that's, that's downright terrifying in and of itself. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, what I learned this week on TikTok. It's only on the Gordon Damer Show. It's only on 98.7 FM, ESPN New York.